0: To get started, visit plushcare.com/slash-weight-loss. That's plushcare.com/slash-weight-loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box, and if you break it down, it really comes out to two dollars a manicure, which Hello.
1: You're listening to BFN. This is the podcast about infertility, IVF, and the trials of trying for a baby. I'm Emma.
2: And I'm Gabby, and we're both card carrying members of the Infertility Club. This is a sad day isn't it? It's the
1: saddest day.
2: God, this came around, it feels like this came around really quickly.
1: Yeah it really does. It's because, right, my theory, I've got a theory, is that um, we had lockdown and so we didn't really get to meet any of our guests so it doesn't really feel like we got into the swing of things.
2: Yeah, yeah, weird, it's weird. Um, But it's been a lovely series, like I think we've done loads of great stuff.
1: Yeah, it's been really nice. I d- I feel like we've concentrated a little bit more on people's stories this series. Yes, well, definitely. Yeah.
2: Well, it's been it's been good taking a kind of well, has it been good taking a, um, a back seat? Yeah, it has. Yeah. Um, like let other people shine through. Exactly. Other people are better than us.
1: They're not better, calves. They're just you know. They're as great. <laughs> They're as great. They are. We're as great
3: we are all equally great. We are all
2: equally great. Um, yeah, this is uh, it's a sad day. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Going on. Well, I, I have a few well, ideas. We what know we're what we're going to do. Gonna do. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we've got some. We've got some plans. and
1: projects. We've got some work. plans and some projects. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mate, are you looking forward to going to Ireland?
2: I am looking forward to going to Ireland. Yeah, um, it's going to be a bit of a strange time because we. We do have to just go and self-isolate, basically, in yeah, my mum's house. Um, but So you're literally, like, in quarantine for two weeks and then you come back? Yeah, we're only in for one week. So um, okay. we're going to go over there for a week of quarantine, basically, yeah. Which is going to be interesting. Um, <laughs> it's a new way to enjoy a country um, yes. by just not seeing it. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, But I will be seeing my mother, which is um, important. That's the reason we're yeah. going. So, um so yeah, I'm looking Aww. forward to it, I guess. It'll be so fun. Yeah, it will be fun. How about you, mate? What have you been up to?
1: Um, We had an estate agent come over yesterday to come and value our house. Oh, wow. How exciting. Is that like the most grown up thing in the whole world? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I might sell our house. Not sure yet.
2: Oh, I don't want you to sell the house.
1: I know. I know. But we might just move somewhere else in Margate.
2: Oh, well, that's exciting.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Or we might today. We're going to look at Faversham. Oh, Faversham! I've been to Faversham.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I went to. Um, I bought my Mr. Gabby a vintage camper van holiday, oh, and yeah, had I to that. collect the vintage camper van, which was like a nineteen eighties uh, VW. um Sweet. From Faversham. Wow! And we trundled around. So we around know it's got and- that
1: going for it. lovely time it's a great time Um, (laughs) any listener tips on Favisham let me know
2: oh yeah awesome yeah
1: Um, shall we talk oh we've got an announcement to
2: make we do have a little announcement to make we we were going to make um, uh, a different announcement um, yeah but we've been asked not to
1: (laughs) yeah so, so we're going to make that announcement another time. So hold that thought. <laughs> Aren't we so the most mysterious people in the whole world? No, it's really annoying.
2: <laughs> it's really annoying. Um, but we do have a different announcement that we can share, um, yeah. which is a kind of not not replacement for the podcast um, no, going no, forward, no. but perhaps something else to look forward to on a Tuesday. Yes
1: on a tuesday um so guys we're starting an email newsletter how the 90s has returned (laughs) exciting (laughs) Um, so yeah we're going to start a newsletter it's going to go out every tuesday yeah if you want to sign up you can go to our website which we've literally never mentioned on the podcast
2: before no which is (laughs) which is bigfatnegative.com we do have a website we have all along had a website yeah. We just don't like people to go to it for some reason. No. <laughs> we like to hide it. Um, We've got our platforms
1: and our website is not one of them. But yeah. if you would like to sign up to our newsletter, and yes. um, we'll put a link in our bio on Instagram. Yes. Um but yeah, go to our website, bigfatnegative.com, pop in your email address. We promise not to send you anything except the newsletter.
2: Yes, that's very true. Um yeah. the newsletter is very cleverly called the waiting room, Emma's yes, idea. Yes, it
1: is yeah it was my idea yeah um and um it'll just be it's gonna be quite straightforward just like some thoughts for that week and then a few things to read while you're in the waiting room
2: yes exactly so you know there'll be a bit of fun a bit of lols a bit of dildo cam and yeah. a bit of kind of like stuff that you can find elsewhere just just a kind yeah. of weekly musings from us really isn't it
1: yeah exactly
2: so subscribe to that please yes please do it now
1: Yeah, do it now, right now. We'll we'll stop, we'll wait.
2: Uh, And you're in time, guys. (laughs)
1: Um, In the meantime, while they're going on doing that, should we talk about the episode? We probably should. Um, It's a a funny one. (laughs) It's a special,
2: without a doubt, the worst interviewees we've ever had. (laughs) I can confidently say that. Well, one of them had to literally be pretty much held at gunpoint to, to take part in the interview.
1: So just listeners, to give you a bit of an idea of what goes on behind the scenes at Big Fat Negative. Um, when a, when an interviewee comes in, I say to them, hello, could you um, just make sure you've got your hands on your lap? Sit close to the microphone so that we can hear you. Uh, don't shift around too much because, you know, you will be able to hear everything. Try not to touch the table. Don't gesticulate too much because you might knock the microphone. We don't want any random bangs. Did... These particular interviewees listen to any of that? No. Did they fuck? Did they, oh,
2: Absolutely not. Um, yeah, I don't think my marriage is ever going to be the same again, to be honest. <laughs> it's done some irreparable so, damage.
1: In case you hadn't guessed it, this week's interviewees are our husbands. <laughs> yes, finally. <laughs> finally, we've got the lads on the podcast. The You're going to hear from the other side. Yeah. We? It's all very heteronormative.
2: I think when we when we were planning our very first series, we were like episode three can be like us interviewing the lads. Yeah. <laughs> easy, just, easy win, easy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In it the hasn't bag. happened. Never. Yeah. This is episode roughly sixty. Oh my god. We finally got them on. Well, Mr. Gabby just plain refused and so um we had to ply him with beer as a very yeah. as a very basic kind of starter. Yeah. In the meantime,
1: we plied ourselves a cider and got a little tiddly together. That was a really strong cider. Why do I keep getting caught out by strong cider? I don't because know. What's wrong a lot with of me. cider is strong unless you buy strong
2: bone. That's nasty. That's very true. Yeah, I suppose all this artisanal posh crap yeah. that's around, you know, in, in my little bottle shop round here is um, yeah, we're all 65%. rocket fuel. Rocket fuel. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah. So that's that's what we're, we've got for you today. I well, mean, you might you might want to just turn off now. It's <laughs> not as bad as we're making out. <laughs> um, uh, also, Liz and Nick obviously are reflecting on what happened last week. Yeah. Um, also, their time on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Also, Liz has had a disappointing wax, and I'm really um, sorry, mate. It's always good to hear about
2: those, isn't it? I mean, (laughs) I'll I'll (laughs) tell anyone that will listen about my waxes, which are almost (laughs) always disappointing, or at least very painful. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah, So obviously, we're leaving Liz and Nick here, but we're not completely going to because although we're not going to complete, we're not going to be continuing with the weekly podcast. We will obviously we'll be creating some bonus episodes to follow them and their story.
1: Yeah, we will. So, um, you know, any updates you will receive.
2: Yeah, we're in... not just going to leave you hanging.
1: Yeah, we're not going to leave you hanging. So um, just keep checking your app, I guess. And anybody who subscribes to the newsletter will let you know if there's a special coming out. And obviously, we'll give you all our social accounts in a bit. But yes. if you follow them, you will know about updates.
2: Yes. The town crier that is Instagram. Well, um, yeah <laughs> like, basically know. we started
1: this series with just a podcast and now we have a podcast a youtube channel and a newsletter we're going to be churning out content for you oh, really you are, are not going to miss out <laughs> yeah, and the waiting room by the way is for our bfn listeners so it's it's about infertility it's yes. not about anything else yes. um and then professor tim oh, is he's talking about tim. iui
2: he's talking about iui yeah yeah um and kind of what's are the kind of circumstances and conditions of it being successful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so
1: we'll be back in January. We will. January That's 2021.
2: Awesome. A new world, 20. hopefully virus-free. Yeah. Oh, my God. We pray. We all pray. We do pray. Um,
1: in the meantime, for the last time this year, oh. you can follow us on Instagram. At BigFatNegative. You can follow us on Twitter. At Big Fat Negative. You can follow us on Facebook. Big Fat Negative. You can email us. Big Fat Negative Podcast at gmail.com Or you can rate and review us. Not all, and you can rate and review us. <laughs> Yes, and.
2: You can also follow us on our personal Instagrams. Um, yes. To get extra, extra special updates and juice from us. Yeah, so. that's
1: at Big no
2: that's at bfn emma
1: and at BFN Gabby. that's the one um and guys have a really
2: try to have a really great rest of 2020 yeah let's hope there's no more big surprises around the corner yeah um absolutely and um yeah in the meantime enjoy the show we love you very much
4: hi hello
5: how are you
3: Not too bad. How are you?
5: Well, I've just had the most disappointing wax.
3: Do you want to go into further detail?
5: Well, she was far more up close and personal than any date with Wanda I've ever had. And uh, she still still didn't get everything.
3: Did you get a discount for that?
5: No, I did not. I'm not very happy about it, I have to say. But, you know, aside from that, uh, I'm all right good. Yeah. It's weird because obviously um, it's the last one. Mm.
3: <laughs> 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 I couldn't think of anything to say so I just made a noise.
5: Yeah. It's weird, eh?
3: Yeah, it's shame we didn't have a, a more concrete resolution.
5: No, but that's fine because we're going to do a mini-series, aren't we?
3: A spin-off. <laughs>
5: a spin-off. <laughs> It's not really a spin-off. But the
3: event, the road trip.
5: I mean, is it a road trip? Oh, could be. Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, so it's not over. It's not over. Um, we will be keeping you abreast of um, of our next moves, but at present, we have very little to report. No. Which is a bit of a shame.
3: How are you feeling on a level of one to ten, optimistic wise, that our next round will be successful?
5: Minus seventy five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I didn't that that um, IVF module.
3: Yeah, that was a real.
5: It's really kicking the nads. It was, yeah, and I didn't even have nads, and I felt it. Well,
3: the kicking the nads was my issue, and this proper kicking the nads is just. It's That's just, bad, almost. It's
5: just shit, yeah, man. It's like... It's really knocked me.
3: Yeah.
5: It's really knocked me. What
3: were you before?
5: Um, I mean, I think I was probably a solid six, mm. I would say. Yeah. But it's... it's like I think the reality of the hope, you know, hopefully will happen soon has like, brought back a lot of fear. Yep. Yeah. A lot of anxiety around, well, every stage, basically.
3: If I'm giving giving them the benefit of the doubt, I'd like to think they're doing it just so we don't get too hopeful that was the purpose of it.
5: What, the the module? Yeah. We don't go in there with... They're managing our expectations, if you will. Well, I suppose so.
3: But on the other hand, I just don't think they're thinking too hard about that. They just sent it.
5: No. And I kind of wish I'd seen it right at the start.
3: Yeah, I, it was a random time to send it. It was. We didn't get it the first time around with them.
5: And I wish I had, because actually I probably would have gone there feeling a lot more realistic about what was going to happen. Um, you know. It's weird, because just thinking about it now, obviously the last time, the only transfer we have, we've ever had, really, we had four eggs, and out of those four eggs, we had one embryo.
3: But even then, you you sort of you still get your hopes up because it only needs one, it only needs one.
5: No, but I mean, in terms of statistics, that's like what.
3: Yeah, four, we were we were quarter. in the low, we were in the low end, weren't we?
5: But even I mean, if if their statistics work, which was what was it eighty percent, eighty to sixty percent, then eighty to sixty percent, then twenty to forty percent, we shouldn't have had anything, surely. <laughs> So, I don't know. Am I trying to convince myself that something is going to cover this? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. But yeah, it's not how I wanted to end this season, I have to confess. Mm. Um, but I think it's the realities of IVF, really, isn't it? It is. But actually,
3: well, sp- well, especially for us.
5: If your surname's Fox, nothing yeah. goes to plan.
3: <laughs> it's just its just kind of exciting to see what could go wrong next. Eh? Sometimes I just think they're making it up, just
5: It's like IVF (laughs) roulette.
3: This is what's gone wrong this time, really. Are you sure?
5: Yeah. You're just plucking stuff out the air now. But
3: You're just saying words at me
5: (laughs) (laughs) probably. So obviously it's the final episode for us for the moment. Um what do you think the greatest benefit of doing the podcast has been? Because um, it's I, definitely been a good thing. I mean, I feel like it's been a really good thing.
3: I think you've been we've been able to have a more light-hearted look at it because normally sometimes a lot of the times we're discussing it is after something's happened, mm. it's very a, a very heightened state. yeah, where this is I don't know we've been able to take a bit of a step back. And look it, like, on was it Sunday? Yeah. You got quite upset, didn't you?
5: I did. I did.
3: What brought that on?
5: I can't remember. What did bring that on?
3: We did watch *Instant Family*. Oh
5: yeah, yeah.
3: I love that film.
5: It is a great movie. I'm so glad you reminded me of that because I genuinely had completely forgotten. But I think this is that just sums up. Sums it up, doesn't it? Like you just have intensely sad moments. Yeah. And then you almost just shake it off and you're like, oh, okay, I'm fine now. But yeah, it just, I don't know, like it just really hits you that actually whatever route we take to parenthood or whatever route we take to sort of expand our family, it's not easy. I, I understand yeah. that, for, you know, people who are parenting, having a baby and, you know, being a parent in general is is not is not an easy thing. Like I'm not saying that at all. Um, I think that a lot of people are fortunate that their, their initial route to pregnancy is reasonably straightforward. Um, you know, have a shag, positive pregnancy test. Um, is that how you're meant to do it? Yeah, definitely. I read about it once.
3: Um, <laughs> well, there's not a single doctor in the room? Not
5: at all. There's nobody else in the room, just the two of you. Seems a bit odd. I know, I know.
3: I've got um, no medical training. I don't know how that works. <laughs>
5: um and it just really hit me I think that like whatever route we take whether or not we you know continue obviously we are continuing with the donor cycle um or, or we 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 you know look towards adoption it's not going to be straightforward like we're not going to get that um hearts and flowers sort of picture of creating our family like it's and it feel if at that moment it just felt really unfair yeah it just yeah it just it felt really like I, I,
3: every now and then you think oh I, i've just come to terms with this a bit i've come to terms with where we are mm. what we have to do the unfairness of it and sometimes just nope i haven't this is rubbish
5: it is it's really shit and basically, I want to beat my fists on the floor like a toddler and scream and shout because it's really not fair. Yep. And, um, like, nobody deserves this. I wouldn't... Genuinely, if I had a worst enemy, which I don't... At least I don't think I do. No, I don't have a worst enemy.
3: You have an arch nemesis though.
5: I do. Someone who spells their surname in meetings. Is that what we're talking about?
3: No, I was just... Um, I was joking there. You know. oh. Oops.
5: <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> definitely doesn't listen to this podcast, so we're fine. Um, what was I saying? So you completely ruined my train of thought now <laughs> with your arch nemesis talk.
3: You don't have an enemy, worst enemy, but...
5: I, I don't have a worst enemy, but I would never... Even if I did, I would never, ever wish this shit show on them. I really wouldn't. I really... And I, and I just... You know there are so many lovely people in the community that I speak with and who reach out and who share their stories, and it just breaks my heart that anybody has to go through this. It's it's just horrendous, it really is. And um, I mean that's very depressing. I'm very sorry. I didn't mean to,
3: yeah, <laughs> to bring well... the
5: tone of the conversation down. Um, but it just strike it just hits you, doesn't it? Yeah. Sometimes you have those days when it's the unfairness of it all, you know, and like I always remember my grandmother used to say, I want never gets, well, I really want and I really <laughs> hope that's not true. <laughs> but, um.
3: She had kids too, didn't she? She did. Obviously. She
5: did, yeah. So. Although, actually, I think she had a bit of difficulty.
3: Yes. Is this.
5: So my my mum's mum. Yeah. My grandmother, my maternal grandmother, I think there's quite a big age gap, with. with well there is quite a big age gap between my mum and my my uncle, um, my mum being the younger of the two, because I think they did have a bit of difficulty. Um, but yeah, and my grandmother on, on my paternal side was older, having in my that dad. that
3: generation.
5: Yeah, she was. She was in her late thirties, I think. I
3: think even my grandparents were, especially with my dad's... Mm. She was an older mother, and even my mum said she was considered an old mum when she had my oldest brother. And she was about twenty-seven.
5: Your mum. Yeah, yeah, she was
3: considered old at that time.
5: Yeah. Weirdly, I think my mum was twenty-seven having me. Hmm. Coincidental. Um. I think for me, the greatest benefit from doing this podcast. She
3: would have been twenty-seven. I was just working it out. Oh, thanks! Thanks for confirming <laughs> <reviewing> that.
5: <laughs> Um, you know, the, the, the greatest benefit for me, definitely, and it, purely selfishly, is that not only has it got us talking very openly about things that, not that we wouldn't have spoken about before, but I think we probably would have pushed it down the line a bit. I don't think we would have necessarily confronted a lot of what we've talked about Yeah. as, as kind of imminently as we have, because um, we've always been quite open with each other anyway, but I think it's been hugely beneficial to almost have like deadlines to, to discuss things and to research things um but the other you know fantastic thing that's come out of this for me is actually our families getting to know a lot yeah. more about what's happened to us and be um I would say brave that's not what I wa- that's not what I mean but actually opening up the conversation with them Like, I have far greater or far more in-depth conversations now with my sister, hi Ellie, (laughs) than I did before. Not that we didn't ever have conversations about these sorts of things, but I think actually we're we're both very at ease with having conversations about what's happening with us. And, you know, she's a lot more comfortable asking me questions and asking me about it. There's no kind of you know, she doesn't wait for me to bring it up. She's very much a a physical support for me. She's she's kind of she's very present in, with it all and I'm yeah. I'm really grateful for that. And my, my mum and my dad as well, both, and your parents. Yeah. I think it's been a huge eye opener for, for your mum and dad. Yep.
3: Yeah. They ring me every week say they've listened.
5: They do and it's really nice. <laughs> it's really nice. And your brother my, my
3: brothers have both reached out to me.
5: Yeah. So I think from a familial point of view,
3: I think there's the taboos not there because they see us, they can hear us talk about it in quite a light-hearted way. Yeah, they know you're not gonna, as they, break down if you mention it. No,
5: no, I think yeah, it's definitely like you say, it's it's less of a taboo topic of conversation now, um, and actually. I think it's difficult isn't it because the people in, in your life who know what's happening or who have an inkling about what's going on don't want to bring it up to you for fear of upsetting you mm. but actually they're in a bit of a rock and a hard place really aren't they because if they don't bring it up you would think that they don't care or you make the assumption that they're not interested yeah um but if they do bring it up you may be in a place where you just don't want to talk about it but actually, being on the podcast and being able to speak about, you know, what's going on on a regular basis, I think, like you say, has made it a lot more accessible. Has made, you know, the people in our lives more comfortable to reach out to us about what's going on. Um, so yeah, I think for me, that's been the that's been the greatest benefit of of doing this, um, and I feel like we've come really far. You know, it's been, what, eight months? Seven, eight months of us...
3: Deciding what we're doing.
5: Yeah, wanging on, chatting away, chewing the fat.
3: I can't believe it's been quite that long since we had our last round.
5: It's it's amazing, isn't it, how time just slips away from you. Like, I was actually um, reading um, a friend's post on Instagram today, and she was saying... It's been a year since I had my first... Since I pulled the trigger for the first time. And you just think, where has that time even gone? And it's... Like, it's scary to think how time slips away from you.
3: Isn't it... It's The same time has passed between our last round and now. And in that same period of time, we had all three rounds.
5: Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. It can either be like a speeding hurricane or it's like...
3: Well I say all three look. rounds, the first round took a long time to go through because of the stops and starts. It did, yeah. But from the from the transfer
5: Yeah
3: it was like January and yeah. then the last round was in November. Was it November or was it yeah. October? It was,
5: it was November. Either way, around the- Yeah. So it's madness.
3: Yeah. Happy time. <laughs>
5: I know, I know. It's weird. It's weird looking back on, you know. Everything that's happened, really. And we've really loved sharing our story with you guys. And we hope that you will continue to listen as we, fingers crossed.
3: (laughs) Something happens.
5: (laughs) Well, we've bought some eggs, so they've got to go somewhere. Um, Yeah, so that's the next steps for us. It's wait to see when this pesky cyst goes away, um, which will hopefully be in the next week or so. Um, but you never know with us. And then, uh, yeah, go from there, hopefully. But I've got plenty of drugs, thanks to a very lovely lady on Instagram and the NHS. Um, so we, we're sorted for that, which is great. we just got to make sure that my body plays ball mm. and um, we fertilise some eggs, which I think for me is my biggest is my greatest fear. Not that I will feel much better if we get past that stage, but um, anyhow, yeah,
3: it's um, that's that's the big hurdle.
5: That's the, that's the huge that's hurdle, the hurdle for me. I think that's the that's my Everest. And mine. Um, actually, I think, we know we've
3: done it in the past at least once.
5: I know, I know, and it's not even my eggs this time, so they should be better. Let's hope.
3: Otherwise, they made a mistake about me.
5: <laughs> no, they didn't. Everything is everything is going to be. What it will be. Everything
3: is good in 60% of the. <laughs> is it about 60% of me is good?
5: Yeah. Yeah, 60% of you is
3: good.
5: 100% of you is great. 100% of you is wonderful.
3: 60% of everything. <laughs> <laughs> 60% of the time, it works every time.
5: Every time.
3: That <laughs> oh. doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't.
5: No, but anyway... I think that whole the, the whole however many episodes of this podcast we've done portions of them haven't made sense.
3: Nope.
5: But anyway, uh, yeah, we've loved we've loved sharing with you guys. We've loved chatting with you guys. We will be hanging around and. Uh...
3: What if you got any questions? This isn't live.
5: <laughs> no, I mean like <laughs> we will be carrying on with you know the next steps. If they happen. Call
3: in with your requests.
5: Yeah. (laughs) On WABH IVF radio. Oh, God. This is just descending into madness. It was meant to be a sentimental last episode. And you've just been throwing in all the lols. (laughs) Anything that you want to say to the listeners? Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Have you enjoyed it?
3: Yeah, I have. Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes when you've just had normal, normal day, you haven't really done anything specifically. You've got to suddenly just go up and start talking about fertility. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, like today.
5: Maybe I should have prepped you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's been good.
5: Good. I'm glad. I mean, you did say um, I can't remember who we were speaking to, but. You were like, there's no way that you would have done this a couple of years ago. There's no way that you would have been this open. And
3: I'm not sure I, if I was in a live situation, mm. I would be able to do this. What do you mean? Like, you know, we, we've been to those um, meetings. Oh, and yeah. And I'm, I'm quite quiet. You are? I think it's because no one's actually here apart from you and oh, this thing.
5: Uh, okay. So it's like you can pretend that there's nobody actually listening. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I feel one, I'm very proud of you.
3: Thanks, I'm very proud of you.
5: Cheers, love. Um, And, yeah, once again, thanks very much for listening, guys. And uh, hopefully you'll stick with us when we have something more to share with you. But in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Thanks. Bye. Bye.
4: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
1: That, that, listeners, is the sound of Mr. Gabriella opening a can of beer because he's here. <laughs> and so is Mr. Emma aka John.
2: Hello. Hey. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, we finally coerced the boys to talking on the podcast. Oh
1: my god, it is a landmark day. It's taken 3 series, I 60 this episodes. They
2: would never come. Oh.
6: I feel like I need to do a like press statement like <laughs> when when you're kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here against my will. <laughs> Do you, want, beer, do you want to mate. hold up a, beer. What uh, this else do you want? today's newspaper? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I want today's newspaper. I want to um, speak to my daughters.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, well... Tell
2: us about your journey. Should we start?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, the listeners haven't heard at all. The
1: listeners must know.
2: <laughs>
7: well, they already know your journey yeah. and my journey, but... um
1: emotional journey?
7: I was kind of just along for the ride. <laughs> It's not fair, that's not fair.
1: I don't think you were along for the ride, no. I think you were part of it.
2: Yeah,
7: I definitely was.
2: Yeah? This is like one of my first questions actually, was just this, like, did you guys want kids or did we coerce you into having them? Big one.
1: No, I always wanted kids. You wanted kid more, kids more than I wanted yeah, kids.
7: Yeah, I didn't want a marriage.
1: Oh, Yeah, well that's a different discussion for a different podcast. <laughs> that's not,
7: no, that's, no, what I mean is I wanted, I didn't want an official marriage, I did want a relationship with my child's parent, my child's mother.
2: Is Great. That fair? With the love of your life.
1: See, yeah. what you're trying to say is, in a very roundabout way, you want a kids with me, but you didn't yeah. want to marry me. Yeah, of course. No, no, I didn't want to. I love you, I don't want to marry you. It's
7: not that I didn't want to marry you. In for a penny, in for a penny. I didn't <sighs> want to marry anyone.
1: Yeah, okay. Okay, that's a different podcast. Okay. Did you always want kids? Yeah. Okay, cool. Fuck yeah. Mr. Gabriella? can just
2: sit there.
6: Uh (laughs) Um, No, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I think I wasn't, you know, gagging at the bit for kids. Um, Okay. But I didn't not want kids. It's that thing of, I just didn't necessarily want kids that day. Right. Do you know what I mean?
1: So you would have waited a little bit longer. And that was every day. So does that mean that... But in theory,
6: I did want kids, but just not
1: that day yeah yeah yeah. some other day yeah yeah
7: At at the very beginning of our infertility journey you liked
1: the platonic concept of kids yeah but you were not so into the practical side of it yeah that's fair enough. Victorian fathering. Bring me the child washed and dressed, ready for bed.
2: Yeah, I'll meet him when he's 18 and we can have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, loads of your mates had kids by the time we started trying, which is kind of what started me getting broody, to be honest. I wasn't broody till I met all your buddies and they were all popping out babies and I was like, well, maybe I want one of those. Mm. So it was your friends that started it. I don't
6: think you can blame them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you... So I know that when we first started trying... At the beginning, John was kind of okay that it was taking a while.
7: Oh yeah, 100%.
1: Why was that? <laughs>
7: because we were not ready. You weren't ready. No, I didn't have a proper job.
1: But I don't think it was just that.
7: It was definitely that.
1: What do you mean? What are you saying? You're definitely the worst interviewees we've ever what had. Are you tr- what are you trying to say? <laughs> You're arguing with me, firstly. What, what are you trying to say? I think that you weren't emotionally ready for kids
7: you're ready for the idea of them.
2: Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think that's every parent and Yeah,
7: ever. So like everybody's ready for the idea of a child and then you go, okay, it's real.
1: Yeah, like I'm, I think when I got my um, positive pregnancy test, my first, like one of my very first thoughts were, oh shit, I'm not ready for this. Yeah, yeah. We've been trying for four years wow. by that point.
2: Yeah, even though you've gone through all the anguish of like yeah. trying. It's really, it's really still, weird. It's still kind of quite scary. Yeah. Um... Yeah.
7: Does that mean that, were well, you glad that it doesn't work?
1: No. I don't think it... No, I mean... I, well, that, I mean, that's the next question, isn't it? Like, I guess, how did you feel when you found out we had to do IVF? Because with us, it was... Like, with you guys, it was quite a sudden thing, wasn't it? It was like one minute you weren't doing IVF, the next minute you were whereas with us it was slower. So, I guess,
2: you guys first.
6: I didn't, didn't really... I didn't really feel any way about it particularly really you know
2: yeah okay
6: um in the sense that I wasn't you know upset about it or you know kind of relatively I think also you were, you know you were already doing this by that yeah. point mm. yeah so there's already a lot of IVF chat going on
1: so it's kind of in a way like fairly normalized
6: yeah
7: it's also for the for the Male partner, the non-childbearing partner, it's quite a passive experience, IVF, Mm. because you attend all of the appointments and don't do anything at them. You're not at scrutiny for a huge chunk of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not the one getting potted and poked, do you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. Mm Yeah. You know? Why are you looking at me like that? Because he's so podded and proked. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were the ones getting
2: podded and proked all yeah. night long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I trying always... naturally and. Yeah,
7: also, well, when we were at um, IVF appointments, I don't know if it's for everyone else, like, they don't even look at me. They address <laughs> you That's as really... if I'm not even a part of it. Yeah. It's really fucking weird.
2: Here's one. We often talk about the fact that when we we're trying naturally and it wasn't working, that's kind of harder yeah. than the process of doing IVF. Because it's almost more Depressing. distressing. Yeah. yeah. Did it Did you find it harder going through the bit where we would, like... I suppose I never did stop demanding sex when I was ovulating, <laughs> even when we were doing IVF, did I? Yeah, was, but yeah. was it a bit of a kind of a break from the kind of constant, like, we need to have sex right now! Yeah, definitely.
6: Yeah, that, that and also the, the feeling of doing something that... Uh, just seemed like it would be more successful.
2: Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, you kind of decided that the, the natural way wasn't working for yeah, exactly. us.
6: Yeah, Yeah. So it just seemed like it'd be more successful. So then it was like, oh, well, that's good. Mm. You know, rather mm. than
2: takes the pressure off.
6: Yeah. Just. You
2: know. Was it really hard when I was kind of demanding sex and being a bit?
6: Yeah, it's just, Or well, it's like a, I don't know, it's not, yeah,
2: kind of it's not It's yeah, it's tiring, isn't it? Well,
6: it's not. I wouldn't even say it's it's tiring. It's more emotionally, mentally tiring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what
7: I mean. I don't mean like you're physically (laughs) drained.
2: You're knackered from all the shagging. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No,
7: I think you're you're right. It's like I think you're less as a cold man. You're less upset by it, but it is quite straining on a relationship, isn't it? Just Mm -hmm. like formulaic sex.
6: Yeah.
1: I think it was, like, I, the thing was that when we were going through it, like, depressing though it is, I was focused on myself the whole time. Mm-hmm. All you're thinking about is, do my boobs hurt a tiny bit? Do I have a metallic taste in my mouth? You're thinking about yourself, you're you're so introspective that it's hard to have any kind of emotional energy for anyone else.
7: But That's what I mean about the, like, the non-childbearing partner. Yeah. Is that it's so passive because it's, you're not the one who's going through all of the hormone stuff, like at the IVF stage, but pre IVF stage you're also not looking for signs of pregnancy. Do you know what I mean? You're very removed from all of the kind of I don't even know how to finish that sentence. Like the detail, you know what I mean?
1: But how must like was it frustrating that you had to listen to us be like, I think my boobs hurt a tiny bit.
2: Hard to say. Did you you know, whenever I turn around and be like, oh I think my boobs might be sore or oh I think I feel a bit sick, were you get did you get excited as well or were you kinda of like, oh here she goes again?
6: Yeah, I mean look, it's hard to because
7: it's all hard. there was so so,
6: so much like there was so much um noise. Do you know what I mean? Like not noise, but like there was so much yeah, info. Uh, info. Yeah, in in the sense of like, oh, is it this or that? I'm worried about this. Should I be? I've et, I've touched a receipt. You know, if I can add some parsley. You know, it, there was so much that it kind of. It's
7: good remembering my life. Yeah, uh,
6: it like you know, there wasn't, you know, I don't know. I don't think that was my role, really, in this. No, you probably agree. But that's that. what I
7: mean. Like, it's a very passive thing, isn't it? All you're really there for is emotional support, right? And seeds.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I can understand that.
2: Um, I don't know. Like, I, I remember because I was kind of in control of the investigation side of things and finding Fucking things hell, out.
6: Yeah. And, Southern and... investigations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I told you some oh, news yeah, think... about your, your, your swimmers in a very, like, unemotional and kind of very quick match, just like, oh, well, you know, we have to have IVF because they don't work. And you were like, what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, you hadn't even found that out yet. And I just was like, kind of, I'd moved to the stage after that and just told you, mm. like, very unsensitively that that was the case. And I remember afterwards feeling really awful about that.
6: But then that's interesting because that's not, I don't remember that.
2: Really? No. I remember exactly where we were. You oh, we were on a pier getting a Thames clipper. But maybe um, you were being a dick. Well, I think I was being a dick. No, <laughs> I don't know if I was being a dick. I think I just was like, oh well, you know, that's we got that news, so this we'd need IVF. And you were like, whoa, whoa, what? Oh, okay. Don't even remember. No. Oh. Well there you go, lads. Well wow. <laughs> you can't affect them. <laughs> They're fine. They don't break. Just throw whatever you want at them, <laughs> okay? <laughs>
1: So, what for you guys is the thing that, like, I mean, did anything daunt you about starting IVF? Like going into the clinic, seeing all the funny like sperm art and the weird egg galaxy art that we had.
6: No, I mean no, I mean I, we, I mean I think we were quite lucky um, with where we were getting it done. You know, yeah, um, the the sort of Gattaca hospital, which was even more Gattacery because of. What they? But sorry, wasn't clarif- this- clarify that the hospital was very new, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was for fertility, and for that reason, it looked like weirdly clean and modern.
2: But do you remember before we moved to that building, we were in a different? Yeah, we were in a shed. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. So shed. It, <laughs> it did change significantly halfway through <laughs> our treatment. That's true. Okay,
1: yeah. So like let's interrupt the emotional chat and just talk about practical stuff how did it feel when you were told you've got the easy bit what do you mean by the easy bit all the no- like our nurse definitely said to you oh it's easy for you you've got the easy bit i.e. wanking into a cup did they say that yeah i don't remember that i remember being like i'm not sure it's that easy but then at the same time i was like i'm uh, having yeah. operations well
6: look i mean it's definitely the easier bit right yeah it was but designed at by the same men time, right? but at the same time I mean, it's even easier if you're not doing IVF.
1: <laughs> Pleasant, you know I mean? if you will.
6: So, in that respect, yeah, it's easy to but I think, you know, there's hugely discrepancy. you know, obviously. And, you know, that thing of women being treated for male, you mm-hmm. know, dysfunction or whatever, you know, that's obviously...
1: Well, so actually, you know, both of us have that a little bit because... One of the reasons that we were for, for IVF is because John carries a funny chromosome. It's the
7: only reason we got it free, isn't it? really?
1: yeah. yeah in many ways, we're a perfect match.
6: Where'd you carry it? Little clutch. <laughs>
1: little clutch. <laughs> nice little clutch. <laughs> nice
6: little clutch.
1: Um, but you know that? Did that? Did was there any sense of like, I don't know, awkwardness or guilt about that? Or did you? Were you just like? It's life.
6: Um. No, I mean, look. I don't know. I we. I mean, it was all weird for me. Like, I found out. So I, you know, just found out loads of strange stuff like throughout this whole process of uh-huh. going and seeing like you know posh J Rams. Yeah. J posh, Rams. Posh nut Doctor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He told you some stuff.
2: <laughs> like when he told you what he told you that, I. Like, go on, you tell.
6: Well, no. So I mean. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a funny situation. We went in and he, you know, explained that because of the mumps, one of my nuts didn't work. And I was like, I didn't know that, you know. I'm not was...
1: sure I knew that. Yeah, I didn't know either.
6: I mean, I, it was weird. Like, no one, no, I went, when I went to the hospital, not the hospital, the doctor, I didn't even go to the doctor's. What did I do when I had mumps? I can't remember. I was really... You'd lay
1: at like, home and put a scarf around your neck to hide them?
6: It was really, yeah, bad news and I was in a bad place anyways but whatever but the um, the main thing that I took from that
2: well you didn't know once when you had mumps yeah. and you'd been to see someone yeah. they hadn't looked at your no of course and they hadn't muts. even
6: explained anything about that but the way he just so casually dismissed the thing of he uh, was you know he was just so casual the sort of oh yeah well you know one of one of your nuts doesn't work Thanks. What did he say? He was like <laughs> considering that
2: one. You only have one active testicle. Like, sorry, sorry.
6: <laughs> Thank
7: your pardon. No? You've told them the story about the uh, little bit of meat, haven't you? I don't know. if That we was are. in like episode one or two. I
1: th- What's this? Maybe we have. We went. So when we got Clomid... Well, this is a weird thing that you had a massive part in it, in itself, because basically we got to about a month thirteen of trying. And I was like, there's something wrong. I can't have a baby. Like, the referral for IVF is going to take ages. I want Clomid. I'm convinced I'm not ovulating. But
7: that was Dr. Google, wasn't it? Dr. Google decided that... Yeah, yeah. Dr. Google taught me. The easy way to start, kickstart, you know, um, pregnancy. Or is it ovulation, I guess? Yeah.
1: So basically what I did was um, started Googling fertility doctors and then had a massive freakout out. (laughs) I was like I can't do this by myself John you do it and then you went on Google and like found some guy who was on Harley just off Harley Street and we went to see him and I was like basically I'm not paying for any scans we don't have enough money just give me some Clomid and throughout his consultation with us he had a bit of meat on his shoe
7: on his crocs Mm. on his crocs a little bit of flesh
1: i've never heard this <laughs> and it just both of us were just fixating on this like bit of like red jelly like he was very what, like professional. human flesh yeah was like very professional
2: or like he was, something he had like, for his lunch oh, and dropped no no, no, it was, no no like cervical no, came, cervical meat that came oh, out of the last patient a bit of womb like probably. a, bit of womb. Yeah yeah, a bit of womb
1: yeah 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 it was absolutely disgusting
7: wait what it was a really eye-opening experience <laughs> to the world of fertility.
1: <laughs> but I was going to... That...
6: <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot. Would that that's, put you off? That's a lot, and it's almost so much. But I don't know if you...
7: Luckily, we didn't read too much into it at the time. No. It could have been anything. We but know. at the time, we just
6: thought...
1: <laughs> just some gristle.
6: <laughs> that's, a, that's, I mean...
1: It was disgusting.
6: That's a lot.
1: But we came out with what I wanted, so we were fine. <laughs>
2: oh, we got the climate. Got the, the I've got climate. Most...
6: The other thing, this is rubbish about this. Is I've realised on that basis that if I was with people and we were talking about IVF right now, I'd have loads of great stories. um But you've already told all of our stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I don't actually have any But we
1: haven't heard those stories from your point of view. We've only heard yeah, them from Gabby's maybe, point of view. Yeah, but
6: I mean, well, all, all the wanking stories. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, actually. Also, pretty
6: much all of Gabby's gags.
1: Yeah. Oh, like, my gags. The <laughs> wank-off races. <laughs> it's like from the mouth of Mr Gabby. Exactly. I know. Massively.
2: Well, well, that was one of our questions for later on. What is it actually like in a wank-off room? Please enlighten us. Yeah.
1: Oh, boring. What? what? What?
6: I mean, it's
1: what?
2: boring, isn't you it? It's not... more than that.
1: Yeah. Describe... Describe first the surroundings. Can
2: I just? Mm -hmm.
1: John's done several.
2: Yeah.
7: Well, the easiest way to not describe it but like imagine it is the NHS trying to do sexy.
6: (laughs) That is wonderful. Do you know? Wipe
7: clean sexy. Yeah. One of the ones I went to had a had a dimmable light.
6: what would NHS stand for in (laughs) this? What in sex porn terms? No, 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 in in that. It's really like National Hotel Sexy.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) National Happy Service. Very good. good. You had a dimmable light.
7: Yeah. I like it. Well, the the first time I had to do it, it was Olympics. What would that have been? 2016 Olympics.
1: 2016
7: Olympics? Yeah. Mm. I was just getting a test to where? see if they were any good. To oh, it wasn't Tokyo, was it? It was
1: whatever, the one after.
6: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rio. 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 Yeah.
7: I'm in a r- I was in the room. I decided to cycle to the hospital because there's no easy tube station and it was a very hot summer's day and I did not consider that I was going to turn up really sway.
2: <laughs> Pause and for a minute. so so, how did that impact the proceedings?
7: I just didn't feel comfortable. Then you go into a wipe clean room and you're just like, I'm already really sweaty. Mm.
2: Um, Is it hot in there? It's always hot and hot in there. Yeah, windowless.
7: Isn't there? Mm. But it was like a little, I don't know what else, maybe they used it for other things, but it was like one of those waiting room, window, and then like some doors. And the entire time I was in there, volleyball was on and the guy behind the window was chatting to his mate about the volleyball <gasps> I'm just like this is really not helping.
2: But people wanking into the volleyball? Were no, you no, wanking no, to the volleyball? No no the
7: volleyball was in the waiting room
2: I'm oh, getting you, getting you. We're thinking it about it. We're thinking about those bums. Getting you razzed up before you go in. <laughs> they were <fluffers>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the volleyball team does not want to know that. No, was don't. it beach volleyball? Apologies or if volleyball? anyone's w- listening. I wasn't to this. watching
7: the volleyball. Yeah, I, know I was that- listening to a man talk about volleyball. Yeah, was
1: that making yeah, you think I mean, of the bums?
7: No. <laughs> <laughs> why would that? Why would that make you think about? It, it would make you think that. These walls are paper thin, and I'm a wanking.
2: Oh, here. that's the fire! Right, I see, yeah, yeah, yeah.
7: And I'm really sweaty, and I'm, I'm sweating. It has to be I very I don't want to touch anything in here.
1: So you've done it. You've done it by my calculations. It's like, it's oh, like
6: floor is lava, but it's sort of <laughs> yeah, walls yeah. are <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine putting a UV light in there? Fucking hell! No, you
1: don't want to. No, one will don't be like do that. Like Jackson Pollock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, because
6: you've got you to catch
7: it all. Whack off. Got to catch it all. Oh, got to exactly. catch it all.
0: It's very good like timing. Pokemon. Everyone's really
7: yeah. careful. Maybe it's really they?
1: clean, except for the door handle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and so you, you've done it three times, mate. Three times? I don't know.
7: Yeah. I
6: don't know for so what
1: would you say is your average three? time to completion? What? Average time to completion. <laughs> Is, <laughs> I'm just interested.
7: Yeah. Why are you interested in that? All I can say is it takes a lot longer when you're not very comfortable and you're in someone else's room, and you can't touch anything, and you're sweaty because <laughs> no, you sorry. just cycled there.
6: <laughs> can we cover one thing? I don't know if I really want to. Talk what? We
1: have to. No pressure, pal. No, well, no, no. You don't have to. No. Oh, right. Okay.
7: It has descended into toilet humour. <laughs> but that's exactly what we want. Yeah. Why well, we brought you here? Minutes. Yeah.
2: Why do you think we brought you here? It wasn't for the deep emotional well, chats. It was yeah. for the wanking stories. One of the depressing things
6: is that you don't normally see sperm in a cup, <laughs> right? <laughs> and when what you feel is a lot of sperm. In
1: cup form... It's not very much at all. It's not as much as you are <laughs> expecting it to
6: be. In the same way that if you spill a bit of your drink on the floor... Yeah. That's only a very small amount of your drink. But it's... On the floor, it's quite a lot of drink.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's that way you usually see your sperm, on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, not on the floor. But you know what I mean, it's like... Are you a bit emasculated by the cup? Yeah, a little bit.
1: That's fair yeah. enough, mate. I think it's an emasculating process. I actually, in all seriousness, think it's it's quite emasculating. Isn't I it? don't know if that's. True. It's I don't not. Think it's no, no.
7: But that's it, that goes back to the whole thing about what's it called, does not it? How it's not about. It's all. It's like way worse for the woman that's carrying the baby. Or
3: because, not. <laughs> no, no. As the
7: case maybe. No, no. I mean, like the IVF, the way that the um the the way that the infrastructure—that's not the right word—the way that the um, procedures all designed is it's to make us a very insignificant part of it. And you guys, like, every time, literally every time you we went to the hospital, you got your faff out, didn't they? Yes. Do you
1: there's know what I mean? And faffing. like, and then there's a lot of faffing and about. Then,
7: yeah, and then twice you have to jizz in a cup, and that's it. Do you know what I mean?
1: Try. But was it...
2: Were well, you know what ever... I mean? Like,
7: you could, maybe you've got to get it tested and then there's the, like, crunch time, mm. realistically. Were
2: you ever nervous going into it? Because obviously we interviewed someone who once couldn't wank um, yeah. in the in the off room. Were you ever nervous? Because I, I know that Mr. Gabby was never... He'd heard that story and everything and was just fully confident <laughs> the yeah. whole time. No,
7: I was... I, I mean, you're definitely nervous, but I, I did hear that story and I just thought, like, you yeah. know think how many teenage years you wasted doing yeah, that exactly. like it's not that hard
1: what you're saying is you you practice for the event it's definitely like the, the volleyball like, yeah, players yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not like oh, passing yeah. a driving it's muscle test. memory
2: yeah. <laughs> how about injections because you actually emma you posted this is before bfn you posted a really um beautiful picture of john with i hope you don't mind me saying that with a Mm. Uh, an injection and it's like yeah. a black and white photo it's very like stylized. it's very close
1: up because actually in that photograph here's a revelation he's completely naked there's a wow. little peen in there wow. no a big peen a big peen, <laughs>
2: <laughs> a big peen. nice save, great big peen <laughs> um but it's a really well, nice photo and peen, it's... it really even yeah. great big in front of it, it
6: really diminishes it
2: that's true actually.
1: A giant peen it's but penis of pennies. Um she's
2: <laughs> just really not. I don't like it. I don't like the word. Um anyway, what I'm saying is Yeah. yeah. That was a picture of you administering an injection. Were you guys how do you guys feel about injections? Cuz I know obviously I know you got quite upset when you gave me my first one. Oh, yes. Did you? Thanks for uh Outing me, though.
1: But I no, you, it's we an we upsetting thing. Delete like, your... that
2: if you want,
6: but yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, I think it's it's. I think it's upsetting. I got upset. Well, I, I, I can... had to give Gabby one. I got upset about it. Yeah. I went. I think...
6: <laughs> I think the it's same. I think it's the same with all of this sort of stuff. It's like your natural instinct is to not hurt someone.
1: Someone you love. Yeah, exactly.
6: Yeah, yeah. Especially someone you love, and you then when you have to hurt them, you know, even though actually. I spent a significant amount of time trying and also, kind of, as a point of pride, tried to get really good at it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you were
1: good at it. Yeah, yeah. She had barely any bruises. No
6: bruises. I know, it's because I'm um, not only Mr. Gabby, but also, sorry, I have to reveal Dr. Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> Dr. <Doctor laughs> Mr. Gabby. That's not true. Dr. Mr. Gabby he does think he has. <laughs> <Yeah>. He's, he's <laughs> Dr. <doctor> cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did spend, yeah. Uh, a Lot of time trying to get uh, to sort of understand how to do it as well as possible, really. Um, but yeah, the the, the initial time of doing it was, yeah, it was really super stressful. And then to you know, do something that you know, hurt someone is not nice, someone you love,
1: you know. Yeah, Yeah. how do you feel about it, pal? You were looking, he loved it, (laughs) he (laughs) loved it. You just did it, you just got on with it. Yeah, but he was just like, Here, what
7: I was gonna say was, it was like that was a conscious decision, wasn't it, to make me more relevant to the procedure
1: because at the beginning i was very um sure that i wanted to do all the injections myself but i decided at six o'clock in the morning when you had to like combine several goblets and vials Mm. of liquids that actually i couldn't do it (laughs) i needed
2: some help
7: i wonder if no we just I think we took a lot of it for granted. It was quite interesting. We took a lot of interest in it, but because we weren't paying for those drugs, yeah, you know, like they just get delivered to your doorstep, and then you're just like, right, okay, cool. How are we going to administer these? You know what I mean? Like, imagine if you had to, like, there's a whole chunk of people out there who have like most saved, of our listeners. yeah, who've yeah. saved up for those drugs. Like, I feel like we kind of just turned it into a sort of game? Is that fair? Do you in know a what I mean? Science experiment. Cause you, yeah, because you like, at 6 o'clock in the morning you've got to mix vials of chemicals yeah. naked.
2: Well, we, used I we, drugs. we used different drugs that we didn't have to yeah. mix, which I'm grateful for,
7: to well, be honest. It's so long ago, isn't it? Fucking hell. The, um, the reason we had to mix them is that the um, powder is more stable, so it's got a longer shelf life. Yeah. So what you do is you stick Saline or some distilled water or something—I don't know what. Can't remember what it was. Take it out of a needle, stab the thing, put the water in. Then you know. Then it becomes a solution that you can inject, which obviously doesn't last as long than um, the powder.
1: I feel mm. like you got quite into the chemistry side. But,
7: but there, it was really mental, like the hygiene element, and it was repeated again with fucking what's it called—the tube feeding. Yeah. It's like there yeah, was well, a there a was a different podcast yeah. for a different
1: time. We uh, my our daughter was on a feeding tube for those who don't know.
7: But there was a needle for stabbing the vial and then a separate needle for stabbing a human. So you like you know, you get the get the syringe. Yeah, same, yeah, we had that. Get the syringe, stab the vial, suck it in, change syringe, change needles, and then Stab her at six in the morning.
1: There is a part of me that is fairly convinced that once I have, and we have survived the apocalypse, like, I'll probably be the healer in the community because, like, I know quite a lot of medical stuff now. What? Because really? of, like, I'm having to inject myself.
2: I, yeah, definitely don't have any confidence. And I think I... Although I did notice this the other day because I had to go to the hospital to have some moles removed. I don't know if anyone doesn't know that because I've talked about it quite a lot. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> When they were giving me the injections to numb moms. numb the area, when we were giving the injections to numb the area, they were like, "Oh, are you okay with injections?" And and I was like, "It's a point of pride now." Yeah, I was like, "I'm okay with injections." Yeah, I've had IVF. <laughs> yeah, um, and, and like, we can uh, say that forever now. We
1: can, yeah. You know, although, again. I don't know, this t- maybe taking it too far, but when I was giving birth, I was like, oh, I'm fine with pessaries. And then they stick it in your cervix mm. and you're like, I am not fine with pessaries. And also I
6: think with injections, there's lots of levels of injections. Yeah. And you know, if you have to have a cannula, you know, then that's, you know, we're not talking the same.
1: No.
6: Mm. Not tiny,
7: really. tiny hairline yeah. needle.
1: So how did you guys feel about us sharing every single detail?
6: I'll leave this to you, John.
7: Well, for you guys, it was very cathartic, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think sharing anything was very helpful, wasn't it? Like, we used to... At the very beginning, we would go to a party and bore people with all of the science about... (laughs) I think we we came
1: to one of your parties and bored people with it. Yeah, yeah.
7: But you're sort of learning as you go, aren't you? So you're kind of like, this shit's fascinating. And to anyone who's not wanting to have children, they're like, don't care.
1: Yeah.
6: Mm. I kind of can't remember the timeline of it really so i bought you the microphone mm. was mm. that before mm. mm-hmm. so that was just to do a podcast yeah but you didn't we didn't know what that podcast was going to mm-hmm.
1: be yeah and then we went on couples retreat
2: What?
6: and we two? decided that?
1: and gabby was like i've got a microphone and i was like i'm gonna do a podcast which one was but i that? didn't want to do it by myself because it was scary
7: which couples retreat was that
1: um deal
7: was it that? Yeah, we did the deal, and deal.
1: So um, we go, <laughs> we say, call it Couples Retreat. There's three couples who um, go away. It used to be every year, it hasn't been for a couple of years now. No. But, um, and we we just go somewhere in Britain and generally just drink a lot of wine, really. That's yeah. it. And yeah. eat some great food and have a nice and, time. And at this particular one, moan about not being able to get pregnant. Yeah. And then we always joke about it being called Couples Retreat.
2: Yeah. You, I mean, you want me to call you Mr Gabby on the podcast. That was kind of your thing. You were like, look, do the podcast, tell all of my secrets, do what you want, but just don't tell my name.
6: Uh, Well, no, I mean, this is after um, levels of negotiation. (laughs) So I think initially it was, I don't want to be, you know, any of my Details. details or anything to be revealed. And then it was, well, all right, you know, just... I don't want my name, of course it's completely pointless, because as any of your followers also follow you on Instagram, it's, you know, yeah, one but they step don't... between, but there is a, something about it, at least for me, to not have, I don't
1: know. I also think it gives the podcast a really good element of mystery.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but i don't know yeah um so yeah no it's, it's been it's been fine it's been great i mean it's been nice for me to um you know i'm very proud of you both and what you've Aww. done you know and i think it's really good for the world and obviously all that sort of stuff so
1: yeah and all um, your secrets being out there like it's really helped people have you read some of the emails we get uh
6: yeah 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 well the ones that aren't private you know yeah of course yeah,
1: um, but yeah, we get some lovely emails and, and a lot do. of them, you know, and the fact that you have allowed, you both have allowed mm. us to share this stuff has been huge.
7: But we figured that out fairly early on, didn't we? It was help. It was so helpful to just talk at a random person about IVF.
1: Yeah.
7: At the beginning. Yeah,
2: yeah, definitely. Um, and one last question. If we wanted to go through IVF again, mm. would you be up for it?
6: Well, I don't think we have any choice, anyway. Do we? What? Well, wait. wait so there's always there. a choice. Oh, the choice is. Sorry. Okay. So the choice is. IVF or not IVF kind of thing, or uh, just like not no. trying to. Wait. I don't get it.
7: I think the choice is: Do we have a second child? Do yeah.
2: We, do we but go that's through
6: that that's again? A different question, though, yeah. To have a second. The child. question for me would be more: Do you want to have another child?
1: And the answer to that is. Well, I
6: don't know. But okay. what I'm saying is
1: the, the IVF bit's not. Okay. okay. Oh. I... Is that right?
2: Yeah.
6: yeah, yeah. I,
7: however, just completely disagree. Like, we have been having this fight. Not fight. It's currently a discussion. A discussion. Sure, yeah, it's a A challenging not conversation. Fight. Yeah. I,
1: yeah, sometimes heated.
7: Yeah. I don't want to... Right now, I don't want to have a second child because trying... Trying to be successful with IVF means opening up a load of wounds that haven't properly healed. And I think it would be easier to not even bother.
6: Keep it like, mate. It's the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) But like,
7: you know, in, in my sort of like, in my head, having one kid and being happy with one kid is easier than going down that journey again and it not working and having to deal with all of that horrible mm. shit mm. do you know what I mean it would like we've got a kid just quit while you're ahead you know what i mean leave the casino sing while you're winning you, yeah yeah totally but i mean
1: we'll see what happens next yeah, yeah. that's the next right, series uh,
2: Yeah, entirety of series four kind of Wait. depends on you guys that. <laughs> 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 Well, guys, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. We we will come back for series four, regardless of the yeah. um the answer to that question.
1: That's it. it. It is so nice of you to do this. Thank you. It's so nice to finally get you in the studio. Yeah, that's you've got albeit fans, albeit
2: reluctantly. Yeah, yeah. We plied them with beers. Yeah, we did. I'm, I plied myself with. Somehow beers. Somehow, I'm more drunk <laughs> than both of these guys,
1: but whatever. <laughs> um, we love you.
2: Yeah, we do. Mm.
1: And we think you're great partners. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Gabs, but I wouldn't have wanted to do it with anyone else.
2: I think, uh, just as a final point from us, I think it made well made us stronger a little bit, to a degree. Yeah. I think going through that little bit of shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I think we went through something pretty hardcore. Horrible, but special. Mm.
6: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Horribly special. Horribly, Horribly special. Yeah.
1: Stag do. <laughs> nope. Can we go now? Can we go now? <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. Bye. Now it's time for IVF. What the f? Such such gorgeous harmonies. <laughs> I think um, the listeners know
2: that I do not carry a tune. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry for um, making you do Gabriella that. every week.
1: You do. You've got a beautiful voice. Do not be discouraged. (laughs) Um, We're talking... Well, we're not talking to Professor Tim. Professor Tim is talking to us, really. Indeed. Um, But what we are discussing is IUI. Yes. Now, I don't personally know anyone for whom IUI has
2: worked. Yeah. But this is the thing, isn't it? I think... Thing, that's the general consensus is that it doesn't it doesn't often work. I guess. I mean, that's a terrible yeah. thing to say because um obviously it does, otherwise they wouldn't do it. Yeah, but I think course. you know.
5: General Do you want me to give you some stats is,
1: about it? Oh, I would love that. Okay, so we all know that the NHS really loves a bit of IUI. Um, and the reason the N- NHS loves a bit of IUI, I've been looking it up, is that according to the HFEA, which is the regulatory body, yes, um, the average cost of an IUI is three hundred fifty pounds to a thousand pounds.
2: Right. Okay.
1: The average cost of IVF is roughly five grand. So you can see why the NHS loves to try an IUI. Yes. Um, but just with success success rates wise, um the average success rate varies between 15.8% for women under 35, 11% for women aged 35 to 39, and 4.7% for women aged 40 to 42. But so, it also says overall, over half of women having IUI become pregnant over the first six cycles. Interesting. So that's worth bearing in mind.
2: Yeah, I suppose. So like, yeah, the odds aren't great on one cycle, but you as- yeah. presumably might do a few. In which case, yeah. But if you're spending
1: a grand a cycle, yeah, that's the same as
2: one round of IVF. Yeah, yeah. So, always a fun one to weigh up. Indeed, we thought we'd put it to Fraser Tim and see what he had to say about the situation. Mm-hmm. And here he is.
4: So, IUI is not done so much nowadays in the UK. There were some studies that came through around about ten years ago, suggesting that for heterosexual couples who aren't getting pregnant, that doing IUI, which means essentially concentrating sperm and injecting it in the uterus at the time of ovulation, that doing IUI isn't really any more successful than trying to get pregnant naturally. So the only times that IUI are generally done now in the UK for heterosexual couples um, are for situations where maybe intercourse isn't possible because of vaginismus or erectile dysfunction, um, that probably be really the, sort of the only times. The other times, what I suppose is the most common time to be doing IUI now is if donor sperm is being used. So single women, um, same-sex female couples or heterosexual couples where there's no sperm in the ejaculate and where maybe no sperm on um, surgical sperm retrieval either. So donor sperm IUI, sometimes called DI, would be the, probably the most common time that that treatment is used now. So in terms of specific conditions that increase or decrease IUI, it goes without saying, I'll say it anyway, that um, at least one of the fallopian tubes needs to be open if you're going to get pregnant with, with IUI. When we do IVF, the fallopian tubes are completely um, bypassed. That was why IVF was invented. That was, yeah, that IVF was invented to bypass the fallopian tubes. So if tubes are damaged, it doesn't matter with, with IVF. But if we're doing IUI... Then it is important that one or both, tu- ideally both tubes, are open. So, if there's a risk of the tubes being damaged because of previous abdominal surgery, um, which could be for fibroids, it could be for endometriosis, or if there is endometriosis, or if someone has had a history of pelvic inflammatory disease, these are all risk factors for tubal damage. They absolutely could reduce the chances of IUI working, and therefore, Um, You might then want to consider having IVF instead. It's not completely necessary to have the tubes checked before IUI, although um, obviously it may not be a bad idea, and that could be done by HSG or hycosis scan or laparoscopy. Other conditions that would affect the IUI success rate would be the woman being older. Obviously, that's going to be true for any fertility treatment, but um, certainly... um, if you're going to be investing a lot of money in IUI and age is more of an issue, you may decide instead to switch to the quicker treatment, although more expensive and invasive, but the quicker and more successful treatment of IVF. And I suppose the other situation would be if there's an ovulation problem. So ideally for IUI, particularly if we're using donor sperm, you want the woman to be ovulating regularly and therefore it's a relatively straightforward treatment then. If it's difficult to get the woman ovulating and in particular if you're having to use injections to get women ovulating that's pushing up the cost you're having to pay for monitoring scans as well then that may be something that pushes you towards considering um, just stimulating a bit harder getting the eggs out fertilizing them in the lab putting an embryo back and that, that therefore is an IVF cycle
1: The quietest outro ever
2: <laughs> let's stop
1: being sad it's fine it's not the end it's not the end we've got a, we've got a lot of other content mate
2: we do have a lot of other content coming out few, few, few. it's just and... the end for the
1: podcast for now and i believe me we are coming back in january there is no chance of us not coming back in january yes
2: <laughs> Without giving anything away. Yeah, and there is, yeah, obviously we are creating content across other platforms and um, so we'll miss
1: quite, you We'll all. just be on a break.
2: We're on a break. We are the Rachel and Ross of Podcasts. We are.
1: You do realise that that, um, that joke is now, like, so old.
2: Oh my God, I know.
1: Like friends jokes. Sometimes I make a friends joke in front of someone young and they look at me in a quizzical way. Mm, it's depressing, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll, um... We'll save this for when we're not broadcasting.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> like um, we're so old, chat. Yeah. Um, well, guys, uh, yeah, as I say, sign up to the newsletter. and Sign we up for the newsletter. You'll hear from us every week. You will. And,
1: you know, try to have an okay 2020. Yeah,
2: yeah. Fuck I, you. I hope it goes okay.
1: Yeah. I hope there are lots of pregnancy announcements. Yes. I hope everybody gets what they want.
2: Yeah, I hope everyone stays safe. Gets pregnant and goes on that holiday that they've been umming and ahhing about whether or not to book. God, that, um, that's my wishes for everyone.
1: Yeah, that is my wish for everyone.
2: Um,
1: yeah, we oh love guys. you all.
2: We love you all very, very much. Um, and
1: thank you to Liz and Nick.
2: Oh, we love them. A cast, not very the lads. They can. <laughs> that was their duty. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Thank you to Professor Tim as well. Um, yeah for being an absolute ledge and
1: we'll see you in the year 2021 See you guys bye! bye.